I fucking hate the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what can fucking happen. <laughs> I never said that. God, oh, uh, so annoying. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life. Uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we, have a fo- we have a phone number. It's 503-893-5307. And if you didn't already know, we take an album every week. And we break it down. We really do our research on it, and we try to have a good time talking about it. So, um, yeah, what um, what album are, doing, are we doing today, Jeff? Uh, her Satanic Majesty's oh fuck, Her Majesty's Satanic Request. The Rolling Stones, 
formed in London, England in 1962 by guitarist Brian Jones. They currently have 26 or 30 albums, depending on who you ask. Possibly 33 live albums, three EPs, countless compilations, and have sold around 240 million copies worldwide. But that one we're doing today is their Satanic Majesty's Request. It's the band's sixth British album and eighth American album. It features the classic lineup of the band, Mick Jagger on vocals, Keith Richards on guitar, Brian Jones on guitar, Bill Wyman on bass, and Charlie Watts on drums. While not their most popular album, it has sold several million copies worldwide. So, Jeff, mm. uh, let's get into our origin stories. Mm. Uh, what, do you, what do you got on the Rolling Stones? How did you get into them? Fody Licks. That's how I got into the Rolling Stones. My mom had a, a CD of Fody Licks, that super comp, which is, yeah, which I thought like at, at the time I didn't even like understand for a band to put out a best of with 40 songs. That's, that's impressive. Like that's, that's, that's pretty good. Like, I don't even, I don't know. Impressive or arrogant? Both. Both. <laughs> but I mean, almost all of the songs like are recognizable songs and they're very, very popular. So 40 Licks was my, was my introduction. And as much as I don't like it now, um, Start Me Up was like my favorite song <laughs> until I, I realized that there are actual good songs that the Stones have done and other music that was good. So I, I just don't like that song at all anymore. But that was my introduction. And like I said earlier, that that dirty dirty work cover, that's that's one I, I remember the most. And I don't I don't know if it's just because my mom had it or if I just saw it a lot when I was a kid. I don't know. But I, I recognize that cover more than any cover that they've done. That's so weird. Yeah. So I was I had <laughs> I was excited for that one because I thought maybe there'd be like a lot of songs on there. They're like, oh, I remember this song. I remember my mom playing this song, but that was their fucking worst album. Man. So yeah. I had zero fun with that one. But uh, but yeah, man, like the Stones. I just, I I when I started playing guitar, I liked playing a lot of their licks, a lot of their riffs, because like I said, dude, they, they build songs around really, really catchy riffs. And when you're first starting to play the guitar, you don't really learn like a whole song, you just kind of learn riffs and that's how you just, you start riffing, you know, you go from one riff to the next riff and the stones was easy because they're not very complicated and there's a lot of them and they're fun to play. And so that's, that's kind of where I went from there. And then I just never ever went back to them and mm-hmm. had it not honestly not been for like this vinyl obsession that we're doing. It's, I probably never would have. I probably never would have would have gotten turned on to them because I was even more upset when they did the Let It Bleed record store day release and it like sold out and people were trying to pay like ridiculous amounts of money for it and like that irritated me. Why and, though? I don't know because record, records are day really stupid. First of all, it's fucking yeah. dumb. And that album in particular, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I but. mean, uh, we obviously have very different viewpoints on where their albums rank but i mean our top five were were pretty damn similar yeah i was i was actually surprised by that the only the only outlier was was exile like literally the only thing that we were worlds apart on was exile everything else was pretty close true true but our viewpoints on those said records were oh yeah for sure (laughs) for sure that's pretty true but dude when i was when i was like going i have 14 stones albums now 
That's crazy. And when I'm when I'm listening to them and and I just bought this one because it was cheap and I was like, you know, this era of the band, I've pretty much liked a lot, if not all of their albums. I know this one people shit on a lot. It's not like one of their most popular ones, but I had already bought Beggars and I already owned mm-hmm. Between the Buttons. And Buttons is fine. It's not bad. It's a little a little underwhelming. But Beggars yeah. is a fucking banger. And I was like, you know what, dude? They did me they did me real good with Beggars. So I see this one for cheap. So I'm just gonna pick it up. And whoa. Ooh, that is the, the album of the week. The yeah. their sat, their satanic majesty's request. Her satanic her majesty's her? satanic request. Her sa- No, it's not her. Is no. it Satanic Majesty or Majesty's no, Satan? That doesn't it's, make sense. It's their it's their satanic majesty's request. Dude, I can't even I'm not even I can't even get it right. <laughs> I have it listed as her majesty's <laughs> satanic request. No, you're thinking of the James Bond movie. That's what you're oh, her Majesty's secrets. <laughs> On her Majesty's secrets. Stupid. Yeah. Okay. See, I I can't I for whatever reason I can't remember the title of this record unless I'm looking at it and reading it. Me too. I fuck it up all the time. Even then, I have a hard time saying it because I always think of James Bond. So, I, I think we're gonna fuck up a lot when we say this record. Yeah, I give a shit. Fuck this record. This record yeah. sucks. Yeah, right. It's so good. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so my my little origin story on Rolling Stones is I only knew a f- several of the hits. Outside of that, I never knew anything. And even the hits, outside of Paint It Black, I didn't. Outside of Paint It Black and Sympathy for the Devil, I never heard enough to where I wanted to go and hear more, you know? And I've always heard the crazy stories of Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, which is like, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. But Ozzy was crazier. Sabbath were crazier. Zeppelin at times were crazier. So it's like, they weren't like, they weren't the extreme of anything ever. And they they never were musically, story-wise, they were never the, the craziest or the best or anything like that. So I never really dove deep, you know, it just didn't really interest me. And, uh, and going into this, I, I thought, you know, I, I, maybe I'll like it more, but honestly, most of it was very underwhelming. I just plain and simple, but some of it was really good, but it was just, I'd say it was like 80, 20 underwhelming to good. You can't see me so 80 now, underwhelming. I'm, I'm, I'm mocking you with my face. 80, 80 underwhelming, 20% good. That's the Rolling Stones. I don't get the appeal. I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it at all. I don't know. I mean, I, I know why they're so popular. I absolutely know why they're popular because they're so vanilla and they are, I was going to throw this one out there later to piss you off, but I'm just going to piss you off now. They are the Foo Fighters of this generation. Oh dude, you're so They wrong. are. You could not they be are, more dude. incorrect. They are. They are. You could not be more incorrect. They are the Foo Fighters of the generation. They are the most vanilla of all these popular bands of the time. And that's why they sold they've sold so many records and that's why they're so successful because they are so vanilla. They're so accessible. They are the most accessible hard rock band of the last like 50 years outside of Foo Fighters. Really, I mean, everyone claims to like the Rolling Stones, but then people can only name the hits. Like, and even the people who really love the Rolling Stones don't really know much deeper than like four records. I don't know. I don't get it. Okay, but they do have some good stuff. So that's kind of my my origin story with it. This record, I was very surprised by you. You really piqued my interest on this one because you said this is like a kind of like Sergeant Pepper's, or this is made right after Sergeant Pepper. So it has a lot of that influence and uh, it's more than just influence. 
but um yeah it's a lot like the beatles and it was really fun it was exciting it was i had a good time each time i listened to it i listened to this record five times this week dang right wow <laughs> so it was uh it was good because I well because you know I listened to it I listened to it once in stereo I listened to it once in mono, and then I listened to it three more times in mono because I prefer the mono over the stereo version because I'm a douche. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no. So so that's like my my little origin story and my uh, my little first first kind of thought on this record. Okay. okay so I, I do have a lot more to say on this record, but uh, yeah. What are you, what, what's your what's your BB on this one? Or do, wait, do you have any stinkers? Do you have any I, stinkers? I don't have any stinkers, and I don't. I didn't pick apart the songs and rank them by bangers because I think this is a perfect album. I'm just gonna say it right now, and wow. I think, I think when you pick them apart, it it kind of loses. It's not. It's a concept album, but yeah, it's a it's it's a joke. This album is a joke. Yeah, and I the think of it everything. I th- I think um, I think you gotta listen to it from to back just to get the full the full experience. I think I, I I I do think this album is a joke. I think because they didn't like hate the Beatles, there was no they there were was, friends with them. They yeah, were on this record. It was it was a it was like a friendly rivalry. They didn't hate the Beatles, but I think they did this as a fucking joke. I think this is this is them saying like, yeah, we don't like this type of music. But let's just do a record, and they completely half-assed it, and it is so fucking sloppy, and their longtime producer was just like, dude, these guys are a mess. I'm out of here. Their (laughs) band members were literally deteriorating. Brian Jones was going away. He was wasting away, and this entire thing was just a complete mess. Nobody mm. knew what the fuck was going on. Brian Jones is the only person in here that probably took it kind of seriously. Everybody else just seems like they wanted to record something and then they would stop by the thrift store and just pick up some random fucking instrument and somehow just fuck it into a song. And mm-hmm. there's nothing complex about this, even though they have like extended instrumentals and things like that those mask the fact that there's really nothing there. This yeah. is not deep. The, the the lyrics are not deep. Nothing about this is deep. This is a fucking joke. But I love it. I love the fact that they can make a complete ass of themselves and they don't care. And they fucking hate this record. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I, I think because it shows them having fun and being fun. And it, yeah. it goes against like their cool guy image, rock star. Which they're not that cool. Oh. Get the fuck out of here. Keith Richards is cool. You're stupid. Oh. But this is this this <laughs> album is a joke and it's fun. It is so fun. And I think it's hilarious. And I love it. I just I absolutely love it. Okay. Better than I'm not I I don't know what your question I'm was. Not, yeah, I'm not even gonna go further on that. What I was gonna say. But um okay, uh so no stinkers. I got no stinkers on this one either. And I think there's, I think six. I've got six bangers or five bangers on this one. The other ones are good, but uh, not not every song's a, a true BB. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. Like they, they, I know they. From what everything I read, they they just didn't give a fuck. They just they were in and out of the studio. Everything was really fragmented, and it it sucks that they couldn't come together and make like a good record like this and 
maybe they were joking. I don't know. I don't think that they're that they're that self-aware to where they could be joking. I feel like they're very boring people for the most part. They just take a shit ton of drugs. But outside of that, I don't think they're very interesting people. They like to have a lot of sex and like to they like to take a lot of drugs. But that's I feel like that's as far as they they go. <laughs> Depth okay, that's I mean that's that's pretty. Far. I don't know. I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get the Rolling Stones. I don't. I think I think you've dug this. Understand hole the appeal. That you, you're never gonna get out of this hole. You're never gonna like the Stones, no matter what they do, because you've hated them for so long. But they, but they, no matter but, what, no matter. But see, what. the thing is, I haven't hated them. I've never hated them. Oh, you've always hated them. Get no, out I've, of no, here. No, I haven't. I've we, even we've always pain. talked shit on the Stones. Get out of here. We've talked shit, but it wasn't like we hated them. It's, it was only because we didn't know much about them. That's all it was. It was pure ignorance at the time. But after listening to almost all their records, I don't understand it. But I think they have some good stuff, like I said. But it's just... I wanted more out of it. I, I like this album a lot, but I wanted them to do more. I really... They they have the potential to do more, but then they get... They they become very scared. after the Anytime they experiment with something or do something outside of the blues rock, they get really scared, and then they go back to the blues rock. And then make like an okay to good blues rock record for a couple of records. And then they, they try to experiment and people don't like it as much. And then they get really scared again. And then they go back to their formula. Like they're not, they're not a really adventurous band. To be fair, this is the only thing they've ever done outside of the stone sound. Everything else Go- still falls Goat- in line. Goathead Soup. Goathead Soup was kind of a little bit more experimental. And so was... Um, That's still rock and roll and blues what was the, rock, though. What was the punk new wave one? The Some Girls. Oh, Some Girls. Yeah. Those were like... those three. These three records are the ones that where they actually like... They kind of tried to There's do that There's no outside way the that you compare the, the, the sound difference in, in Her Majesty's Request, Satanicness to the other ones. This is so different. Well, well, not the sound. I'm just saying like the how they tried to experiment. Not not what they experimented with. But Goathead with, and but Some Girl were still both rooted in the rock and roll. They were rooted but rock. they this is but not they at least tried. This but is totally not. I understand. I know I understand. I totally agree with you. This on is that. the only thing that they've done that is out completely outside like this I didn't even know this was a fucking I, I was so confused. I had to check it like 3 times just to make sure that I was listening to a Rolling Stones album. <laughs> It was it fucking bizarre. It is pretty shocking. I, I just, I don't, I I just, I think these guys just don't fucking care and they just like being rock stars and they like the formula that they've done and it, it's worked out very well for them. And Because they're vanilla. To say like they're scared I think is is not correct because they're, they're terrified. I don't think they fucking care. I think, I think in order to be scared no, you have to see, care. I, and I, don't I think, think you're care. totally wrong. I think you're totally wrong because they seem like a band. The the bit that I've read about them, it seems like they were a band started to be the antithesis of the Beatles. The op, like that was strictly a reasonable reason to, to make this band was to be the opposite. Yeah, because the Beatles are fucking vanilla, but they're not. The Beatles are way more intricate and way more interesting. The, the Beatles just copied other music formulas and, and sounds and just kind of. But you can make that argument with any band. Englished it. A little bit, and but they you didn't can make, do it very good. But you can make that argument with any band. The Beatles the didn't like, start did anything. Zeppelin did Beatles the same didn't do thing. Anything. But the Ze- but Zeppelin at least had like a like a distinct style and a, di- a distinct yeah. Zeppelin sound. Zeppelin took blues music and fucking hard rocked it out. And made it, the Stones and made it are their, taking like American blues R and B that boardwalk and sound and it rocked it out. No, they, they was it's the Beatles on, took a sound and did the same thing with it. I don't want to talk about the Beatles because they're boring. 
No, dude, get out of here. They're fucking boring. Beatles are the boring. The Rolling Stones are, are like 20 times more boring than the Beatles. Arguably one of the most overrated groups, no, the ro- band, no. artist of all no, no, time no, no. is the, the Beatles. The Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones are the most overrated band I've ever experienced in my whole life. No, that's, that's I've never heard, I, I get, I've I never just, read about. I, 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 think so just, I, th- I think you just, I think you missed it, dude. I think you missed it. I really think you missed it this week. No. You can't be on it every week. I get it. It's hard. There's a lot to listen to this week. There is a lot to listen to, and I liked some of it for sure. I don't I liked fault some you. Of it. And I this don't. was one of them. This was one of the good things that they did. I like this record. This isn't like the the Kendrick Lamar week we that we had where I just hated everything. Well, I didn't hate everything, but <laughs> you know, it, it's very different from that week. Like I, I can explain myself more as to why I I like this record and I don't like their other stuff. But anyway, what's your what's your BB on this one? I don't, I don't, I mean, there are parts to all of these songs that I think are, are notable, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I would just, I don't want to pick them apart like that. Cause I think, I think they're all, I think they're all perfect. I think they fit perfectly within itself. I think they all have like their merits. Mm-hmm. I think some of them <laughs> like on with the show, like the, that lyrical outro, like yeah. the way it's set up, it should have been like the intro because he's introducing like the show and he's saying enjoy the show and talking about that and i think it's funny that they put it at the end because it's stupid it makes no yeah. fucking sense it's sloppy it's dumb it's it goes but it goes with this album there's a complete lack of direction in this album like nobody nobody cares there's nobody cares nobody knows what the fuck they're doing it's it's like dude it's like a bunch of guys who just got really fucked up and recorded an album with no real producer yeah that's exactly what happened it's amateur hour that's what it is absolutely and it's just it's so it's just so funny like i think this is i think this album's hilarious i think it's funny okay is there any bit of a song you want to play well so i mean we've already we've already played she's a rainbow um yeah this is this is side two right first side side two and like dude that piano med- me- melody, that that climb, yeah, that is so beautiful. That is so perfect. <laughs> it is so amazing. It sounds so grimy too. It's it so <laughs> grimy. It's so stupid. It's I love it. I just love how it like starts and it builds into itself and like the band layers on the instruments and like that's what I'm talking about. They they true Stones fashion. They start with like a riff and they they build around it. But here, it's 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 like. It's like these guys hated the psychedelic sound, yeah. But and wanted to make a, a like a joke of it and say, "Hey, look, anybody can do it." And then because your sound, your fucking music's terrible, so we're gonna write a an album that also sounds like that. And they fucking hated it. And then like I, we eventually loved it, and it was amazing. <laughs> but it's just like it, these guys don't like this music. They don't play I mean, this clearly, music. Yeah. There's like nothing about this type of music that that leads me to believe that any of these dudes enjoy it. Agreed. And so I, that, I totally that's agree. why I think this mu- that's why I think this album's a fucking joke and they did it just to be like spiteful and and, and dicks. Yeah, it could be that. It could be that. It's or they, so weird. Or, or, it's weird. Or that they wanted to make something different and what they thought was gonna be great, and then they get in and realize, oh, we can't do it. Like we're just not we just we're not that good. We're not good enough to make a, a record like this. So then no. halfway through they just give up. And they started taking a bunch of drugs and started just not giving a shit. And then they, at the last minute, which they did at the last minute, they like compiled everything and edited everything together to make kind of what we hear on the record. 
because this this was released like three or four months after Sgt. Pepper, but they started recording this about the same time. So yeah, had then, it not been, but they also didn't do like for, the last of it until like the last month, if not sooner than that before. It came but out. had it not been for like a complete lack of, of focus or a leader or drugs or whatever, this very well could have been released before Sergeant Peppers. That could have happened. That could have happened just as easily as it didn't happen. So yeah. I, I, I just, I just think that they fucking hated the music and I don't, I don't think it was because they, they made this record and it sucked and they hated it and like, Oh, well we we're not that good because Brian Jones is that good. Brian Jones no, he, is that he good. He was probably, he is he, better. He was very talented. Absolutely. But I and think he was the only Jagger, one who wanted to progress the group, but then Jagger and Richards, they only wanted to make the same formula songs, the same kind of dull blues rock over and over and over again. And Jones challenged them and, that was where the disillusionment kind of started. And then it would bring the girlfriends in and drugs and everything else. It just gets crazier, but but that's not from like them being scared. They just don't want to, if you don't want to do something, you're not going to do it. But then but I don't, see, that's I don't think Jagger and Richard wanted, they, they, they said, no, nah, we're good. We just want to fucking make these, these half-ass blues records and make money and then buy cool shit. I'm but see, cool. that's the thing. It's I'm like good. they, they start something like with the intention of doing something different and then they either release it like with whatever record and then it people kind of complain about it and they don't like any sort of criticism. So then they fall back on what has made them popular. But again, this is the only thing they've done that doesn't sound like the Stones. Exactly. Everything because else is they, still the same. They couldn't, they couldn't even salvage this because... They were already because it was a joke. It was this wasn't like See, a real thing that they I, did. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with you on that. You still think like they based can't on, do something? They can. Like I don't know on, if they can or can't. We based don't on know. like the other records and the things that I've heard, I feel like they just gave up and just didn't give a shit. So that's why it was so rushed at the very, very end, right before it was released, because they gave up on it. They flat out gave up on it. I don't think they ever like. So like to give up on something it implies that you started. To really care about it, I don't think they I think ever cared first about they this did. record. I think at first I don't they, think at they all. did care. I think, I think they this wanted Brian Jones forcing them to do something that they just didn't want to do, and they barely did it. They barely showed up. When they did show up, they brought 10, 15 people with them, a ton of drugs, and they didn't care about this. I think this is Brian Jones but then, trying but then to at be that a point, musician. Then why even release it if you don't care? Like what's because the they don't care releasing? if it gets released or not. They don't care. Release it. Who gives a fuck? I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. I don't think they're that. Dude, they were like no twenty three when this came out. Like I don't you care swear, how they were. You swear like these guys like have a good head on their shoulders and shit. Well, you like, dude, they're idiots. They are they, idiots. They didn't. They still then are and they idiots. They still don't. Yeah. They're musicians. They're not fucking professors. They're stupid. They're I agree. No, stupid I know. people. I know. This, this was this was probably Brian Jones wanting to do something or. You know, oh, let's just do something for Brian because he's fucking, you know, pissing me off. He keeps asking to do this. Let's just fucking do it. Who cares? And they did it. And, and then they bitch out. They're, they're, they, like, they, they're they, like babies. They're like children. They're like, they I never like, do committed, it. though. I don't want to do it. Then why, would you, why should you like, be like forced to do like something you don't want to do? Then kick out the fucking member. Kick out fucking Brian Jones at this point. I know he was already kind of on the way out, but it's like, and not only uh, kick him out. And then if you look at the, the the credits on this, Jagger and Richards write most of this record, if not all of it. So it's like they clearly had almost everything to do with this record. Yeah, Jones influenced a lot of it, 
but he was barely there too. So it's like that's because Jagger and Richards fucking babies they're can fucking write children. really strong melodies. They can write strong songs, and I know they're overrated. They can. Oh, they can. Well. I mean, but holy shit, dude! When you got when you release a comp album that's called Forty Licks and it's pumped full of forty songs that are recognizable, and you know every single one of those songs, like yeah. that says something. That says something about how prolific they are at writing catchy songs. I guess. I or know they're shows, overplayed. You hear them or it just shows. Yeah, exactly. Like when you're when you're oh. it's shoved down your throat every day. You know when you're growing up in this in the sixties and seventies, especially the seventies. Like, dude, all you're hearing is the Stones and Zeppelin and and shit like that. So of course you're gonna like have make memories and have nostalgia for it. It's like I don't like top 40 that much anymore and but when i was working at a working at a place where i was forced to listen to top 40 i have memories associated to these particular songs whether or not i like them i still have all these memories attached to it and this these this weird nostalgia with these songs that i don't give two shits about but it's just but zeppelin's not going to release a, a 40 licks because that, their music's not like that but they also Stones. have a like a quarter of the amount of records this they were a band for a lot shorter. And that's another of time. thing. That's I mean, dude, like you got to give it to the Stones, man. They've been around for so long, and they still do it, and they still rock, dude. Like Jagger can still move. He's got the moves like Jagger, the moves like Jagger. You know, like, uh, what do they, you think about his singing? I'm curious. What do what, what do you? What I think it's fine. I, I think I think it serves a purpose in the in the Stones, just like Richards does. I think they're both. They're uh, they're not great. They. Yeah. They just—it's blues music, man. Like the no, blues singers I'm just, I'm just are curious. good. You know, it's, they're fine. Like I don't—I don't hate his singing. I but think it when he tries, stand out, right? No, when he, when he tries to do too much, I think it gets kind of annoying. He, yeah. I—I just—I think they're at their best when their songs are like two and a half minutes. I, I shouldn't say best because like Exile is not that at all. But I think they—they they are at their most popular when they write two and a half, three-minute songs that have just an insanely catchy guitar riff and just like a really strong chorus. So yeah, just a, a top 40 hit. Yeah, That's but they're still is. good songs. Like I'd still rather Some listen top to 40 songs start me up over than anything that the Beatles in their first three albums. Dude, get the fuck out of here. I, I want to hold to your hand. Like dude, I just, I cannot stand that fucking stupid pop <laughs> shit that the Beatles did. It's just, it's awful. It's so stupid. It's a hey. joke. All right. Maybe I mean eventually we're gonna do a Beatles record and we're gonna listen to all the Beatles records. Oh, oh that's fine. They fucking they like in the 80s anyway. What like nineteen eighty? They did. When was Let It Be? Or was it Let It Be? Their their last record came out in seventy one. I think no, uh, I think Let It Be came out in seventy one. Yeah, that was your last record. Yeah, if I'm, maybe the White. No, I think Let It No Let It Be was their last record. No Abbey Road. What, what was it? Abbey Road or no or Let It Be? Think let it I be. Don't know. Dude, what? Let, dude, now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta know. I gotta. Well, know I mean, we're already on it, so we, you might as well look it up. So we I'm can... having a brain fart. Here we go. The Beatles. Ah, oh, man, they have a, a long history here. Let's see here. Discography. Last record was Let It Be, let 1970. Be. 1970. Yep. Let it be your They put out one, two, last. three, four, five, six, seven. Put out 13 records in seven years. Look at that. 13 yeah. records, seven years. Dang, only one of them was good. What, which one? 
Sergeant Peppers is good. Dude, you're the worst. Solid. It's a good album. You don't like Sergeant Peppers, really? I love. No, How's that I possible? Love, I thought you'd like it. I love, love Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well that's boring. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I just it's so good. Beatles is nothing they do is is breathtaking because you've never listened to them. That's why. So yeah, um, dude, like she's a rainbow. I think is that that piano riff is. If you don't think that's a, like a beautifully perfect piano riff, then you're fucking insane. It's that's, cool. It's interesting. That's amazing. Yeah. It's interesting. The tone, the, the tone of it. Interesting. It's good. It's not like beautiful. It's not like Regina Spector. Right? It's simple. It's stupid. It's just it climbs up real quick and then just fills itself out. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, mm. let's. Um, oh, I was curious too. How do you feel about uh? Oh, uh, what's his name? The drummer, uh, Charlie Watts. Dude, right? you know I love Charlie. Why do you like Charlie? I'm- because he's basic. He's a basic beezy. He does just a lot of basic things, but he uses like the toms a lot. He loves. He does a lot of tom fills, a lot mm-hmm. of tomfoolery fills, and I love okay. that shit. <laughs> I love, I love when when drummers keep it simple, and I love when they just do a lot of tom fills. I like tom fills. Tom Tom DeLong fills. Tom DeLong fills. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I was reading too that he was like, he was a, he he is a jazz drummer. Have you ever heard anything outside of Rolling Stones, or has he done anything outside of Rolling Stones? I didn't. I forgot to look. Um, I don't know. I, I he's I think he's did. Uh, well, I talked about something earlier, but I forgot what it was. But I don't know. That Charlie Watts did. Yeah, I thought I talked about him earlier. Maybe not. We we I, you <laughs> did, but I don't think it had anything to do with him playing outside of the Stones, like in a jazz in a jazz way. No, but maybe I don't. I I don't know what it was. Whatever, but because I delete all my notes anyway, so it's I probably shouldn't do that anymore. No, you shouldn't. But, but yeah, I I think um, I've never heard him drum in any of the albums that I listened to, all almost thirty of them, where I thought like, holy shit, this guy's really good. He's it's never, never it's never been like that. It's always just been like Cosmo from from CCR, right? Like I like him a lot. Yeah, and but he's he's basic. He's basic and it works with the band and Charlie Watts is, is like, he's another member of this band that they just want to do one thing and yeah. it's fine. I, I just fine. thought it was, I just thought it was curious that like I, I saw him referenced many times as like a jazz drummer, but I've never felt any sort of jazz influence in their music. It's just very kind of, you know, straightforward beats four on the floor beats that I've always heard. With some fills here, like Tom DeLonge fills here and there, but um, but other than that, yeah, I just don't see anything outrageous with his playing. So I, I just thought that was weird how he's described as that. Maybe I think the only the only person in this band that I think is is like historic or is, is will live on forever, <laughs> literally, <laughs> because they're never gonna die. But I keep Keith Richards. Keith Richards is keith Richards is the shit man like his guitar playing i think is solid he so i was reading a little bit more about the way he plays guitar and he, he uses this he uses an open g tuning mm-hmm. but he gets rid of like the low e string so he only plays with like five strings or he used to or whatever for a long time huh. he played with five strings and so that that open g allows because you can just hit open strings and you got like a g chord yeah, and so it allows just for a more like fluid blues and country style of playing because you can just hit, you know, the three, the five, the seven fret, mm-hmm. and you got yourself like a riff. Yeah, and I think that kind of like 
that was like, holy shit, that's exactly who he is. He's just, he's easy. He does everything <laughs> easy. Like his riffs are all fucking easy to play on the guitar. Like you could learn them all in a day. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. There's something to be said about about just writing really, really catchy riffs. And like, I don't like the song very much, but like, I can't get no satisfaction that like, boom, 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 Like, dude, <laughs> come on. It is catchy. I, I know. I, <laughs> I agree with you. I totally agree with you. <laughs> this guy. Oh my God. I mean, I mean granted, he's, he's had like a hundred years to, to write all these songs, but. Yeah. I mean, but, but being catchy is one thing because like Cardi B's catchy, but. Cardi B is not catchy. Get the fuck out of here, to Cardi B. You're stupid. I mean, You're f- she oh. is. She has Dude, catchy. Music. You can't even see my hand, but I have a pencil in my hand that <laughs> if you were here, I would have stabbed you with it. It's sharp too. Like I just sharpened it earlier. Catchy is one all. thing, but to say he's like the greatest guitar, that's like that's like no, me saying never, Tom DeLonge. Never, never say that. He's that's the like me saying Tom player. DeLonge is a top fifty guitar player, which he's not. Which I don't think Keith Richards is either. I think I think Richards for me is top. I'd say top twenty. Dude, I'd say I, top twenty. I don't, nah, man. I, I think I, I think your hatred for him is just. I don't have a hatred for him. I just yeah. think it, it's it's he's not as spectacular in any way as how he's portrayed. I just I don't I don't get it. Fuck! I can't even um, think of it on the top of my head that has written as many catchy riffs as he has. Maybe half Page? as many. Jimmy Page. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guy. Come, come on, on guy. Come on, man! You, you, you family feud this. You pull a hundred people, and I guarantee you they'll 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 know Richard's riffs more than they would. I don't know, man. Besides Stairway, more than know. they would Jimmy Page. You're crazy if you think that. Black you're, you're, dog, rock and you're roll. You're honestly crazy. Immigrant song. Come on. Okay, there's right there. Four. Those those four songs are bigger than all of Rolling Stone. Any of Rolling Stone songs. <laughs> you're so silly. They you're are. Silly you boy. know it. Are you drunk? Come on, dude. You know it's true. How many beers you had? Get the fuck out of Come on, dude. You totally know no, that's true. I think they're better, yes, but I don't think that they're they're more recognizable, no, to the masses, no. I think you're completely wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you're being silly. I think I think you're I think you're just mad and, and now you're trying No. I think you're no. I mean little, I think get, I think I'll, I'll I'll give it like six months and then you'll get off of this Rolling Stones kind of pedestal maybe or you'll take them off of the pedestal at that point it's about six months i don't know they're they're definitely one of the greats like they are definitely one of the greatest rock and roll bands ever absolutely okay no question about it okay not the best Um, but they're one of the best i mean we we briefly just brought up led zeppelin john paul jones he uh he was on jpj he was on one song he did the string ring string arrangements on the song and i'm trying to remember what song it was right now she's a rainbow was that the song that he did the yeah. arrangements on oh it was yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that, that's that's interesting like right before he joined zeppelin and he was a session mu- musician he was doing this with the rolling stones so fucking weird and he went on to much better and bigger things that had to have been like a uh on anybody but jagger and richards thing like there's no fucking way jpj would hang out with jagger and richards i just don't yeah he seemed like the most clean cut out of all four zeppelins yeah like he was he was married like forever like he didn't participate in any of the debauchery or anything so like there's no fucking way if he did he was the only one with like a level head you know yeah 
He was. There's, you never hear stories about JPJ ever. I've never heard anything from him about him actually, except that he's a great bass player and just seems like a cool dude. So seems like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we have that. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon were on a few on a couple songs. Um, they were. They weren't on this one. They were on the first song on Sing This All Together. They were they did the backing vocals on that. And I'm trying to remember the other one. Do you remember right now off the top of your head? There was also a couple. There was like unused songs or like another song, I think, that wasn't used that they were on or something else of, this, of the sort. I don't fucking know, dude. But, but yeah, you're right. They... Uh, were they on the first song? Well, see, yeah, they were on the first song, and then they kind of redid the first song, and it's like the fifth song. <laughs> so they did it again, but then it's see what happens. So it's sing this all together, see what happens. So yeah. it's kind of the same song. So McCartney and Lennon sang on both of those. Um, but yeah, so that, that that was interesting that they they kind of came along and did that with them. <laughs> they they probably thought it was they, these guys were fucking nuts too. They probably thought they're idiots. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. They 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 want to know part of this because <laughs> <laughs> they're boring. They're, well, yeah, I know. Or that's what Beatles are saying about Stones. But uh, the one the other song on here in another land that one was written and sung by Bill Wyman, the bass player, because he His was only song the only song because he was like sick of the bullshit that was going on about the record, like regarding the recording of this album because nobody gave a shit. So he kind of like, this song was about that in a way, in a weird way. That's kind of what I read. If I'm, unless I'm totally yeah, off the that's, wall. No, that's, that's fair. I mean, I thought it was a good song too. It's cool. One of the it's, better it's, ones. It's so fucking trippy. It's like, again, this is why I think it's a joke. It's, they took that, that vocal sound. I don't even know what you would call it, but, like it's just broken, right? The way they sing, the, the effect that he uses, it's breaking up his voice. So there's yeah. minor little pauses every millisecond or whatever it is. I don't know what it's called, but like it's it's that kind of trippy 60s psychedelic sound to the max. Yeah. So it's like it's like a bunch of guys that just, they wanted to make a psychedelic record, but they wanted to make a joke of it. So you, what do you do is you... You take a sound and and you you take it to the max, take it to the Matthews Bridge. That's what they did, <laughs> or they didn't know what the hell they were doing. It's one of those two things. I mean, honestly, it is. It's one of those two things, depending on what you want to believe. Well, I I think that it's probably both. I mean, I don't think they knew how to make a psychedelic record because they don't want to make a psych- psychedelic record. In much of the same vein as we don't know how to make like a a country pop record, well, don't we fucking do. want to. We do. We know how to make one. Not as good as Taylor and, Swift, but well, better than her. So I'm going to play a little bit of. Um, no, I like Taylor Swift a lot. So um, I'm going to play in another land because it's an outlier on this one. So here we go. I stood in hell, your hand, and the feathers floated by. I stood in hell, your hand, and nobody else's hand will ever do. 
There's In Another Land from the Rolling Stones. The only song on the record to be sung by Bill Wyman, the bass player. I think that's the only song he's ever sang. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's crazy. He's not a bad singer at all. Like, it's a nice, it's a nice change from Jagger's voice, who's so, like, cocky and arrogant. Like, it's nice to hear something more just, like, it's, it's just refreshing. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Jagger's voice. I, to me, I think he's the weakest part of the band. Richard's being the best part of the band, but yeah, I just, yeah, I I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. This is just a nice breath of fresh air on the record. It was, it was cool, man. And it's one of the more straightforward, uh, songs on, on the whole thing too. And it's, I like it. I think it's a good one. It's my, it's my six B. So it's a goodie. So do you want to talk about what other songs you want to talk about? So or parts do you want to talk about? I, I think the snoring part's funny, right? It the was. snoring at the end of uh, In Another Land. I don't remember the snoring. <laughs> I really don't. Was does that it, at the end of that one? Does it not do it on the Spotify version? Does it, though? I don't know. I don't remember right now. No, it's definitely at the end of the, In Another Land, but they, Wyman fell asleep during some recording session, and Jagger and Richard stuck a mic in front of his face and recorded him snoring at the end of the song. It's I mean, it's straight mm. snoring. Oh yeah, it is right. Oh, yeah, it was you. At like, <laughs> starting at like the 20, 20 second mark at the or the last twenty seconds. Of the mark. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. Like it's it's fucked up. <laughs> it's like this dude. This guy like tried his hardest to write a song for the stupid fucking band, and then they do this to him. <laughs> Fuck them. This Fuck is Jagger this is Richards. this is them. They. I just I don't think like they're dicks. I just think that they're fucking dumb. I think they're so immature, but not like a fun immature. They not just like don't fun. realize. I mean, I don't I, fun or not. I don't know, but I just don't think they realize that their immaturity is is not is not the fun kind of immaturity. Yeah, I mean that can be funny, but in the context of this record and. Dude, this is his only song. Why are you doing that? It's he didn't even, it, apparently too, he didn't even know that they did it until he heard the final completed album. Damn, what a bunch of fucking dickheads. Oh, dude, but they, if that was like, 
if that was like Tom DeLonge did it to fucking Skiba or something, you'd think it was so great. Or fucking Omar did it to Cedric. You probably think, oh, look at Omar, so fun. Get out of here. Don't but even. It's different in this context Don't because even. this was his only song. And this is like them saying, like, we, this is like them saying, we're better than you. Like, why, why would we even put a, a, one of your songs on here? Like, it's just, it's, or it's that was like their attempt to build camaraderie because they know they fucked up. So they try to, like, play a joke on them and be fun. No, I don't think so. I don't believe that. Because I don't want to believe oh, there it. Could, it could, yeah, exactly. Because you don't want to <laughs> believe it. It could go both ways. I don't know. It could, yeah. It could, <laughs> but I don't want to believe it. That's fine. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, only, it's just as fair as what you believe, right? Because it can go both ways. Of course. It can, like, everything can go both ways. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what other parts do you want to talk about or songs? What do you want to do? So you have six bangers. So that means four yes. are not bangers. Are is the last song on with the show a banger? That is one of that is the worst song on the record. Okay. Yeah. The um, worst. What about the fifth one? Sing this all together. Sing this all together. That is my three B. What about the first song? That is my five B, which doesn't really make okay. sense. I know, but okay. Okay, but okay, I okay, feel, okay. but it, it, they're different songs, but they're kind of the same. I don't know. What what other ones do you not are not bangers for you? Uh, the Lantern. This is like oh. the more acoustic driven song. I like hey, I like the song. It's that more acoustic driven song with the electric leads, just kind of throughout it. Uh, pretty basic drums. Some of the 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 back vocal backup vocals are super Beatles. Um, but there's no hooks in here. Like it's just it just kind of goes and goes and goes. There's like four verses. If I'm not mistaken, um, but it's it's a good song, but it's not a a, a banger for me. Or Dude, this song is killer. Like, first Let's of all, it's the it. coolest bass lines that we've we've heard from Bill Wyman on this album. Like, for sure, okay. awesome Great. bass lines. And then when he says when he says "Carry the Lantern High," mm-hmm. like everything comes together at that point and falls in line, and it's just it's this little small melody, and it just like everything just makes sense at that point. And he's just telling a story. Like, this is. Yeah, that's exactly. This is like is. in a blues style. Blues, they don't really have like choruses. They just do riff after riff or verse after verse, and they tell a story. And yeah. that's what this is doing. And I think it's, I think this is so good. Like if I had to pick a banger, this would definitely be like top one or two. Okay, would you want to play a bit of the Lantern or what? That's right. We don't want to play. It. <laughs> okay, I, you said this is your BB, so or kind no, of I mean, your BB. I well, okay. We don't have to. Play this whole it. album. This whole album is, is a BB. Okay. 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 Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. So the lantern you hated. Uh, what I other one you hated? I didn't hate it. Come <laughs> on. Uh, on with the show, like I said. Uh, think. Oh, and then she's a rainbow was another one, but we already what? Said that. You didn't think that was a banger? No, it wasn't like a BB. No, dude. You what are you ta- What are you doing? Why are you <laughs> like this? And then in another land was another one, which we've already talked about and played. Like it? Oh no, that was my number six. Sorry, my bad. The fuck was the other one then? Uh, so my should I just go through my my number one through ten? Yeah, just do, do, do your number one. Do your number. Oh, one. My number one is two thousand light years from home. Okay, the second to last song. Uh, I like the the kind of spooky vocal delivery on that one, and the 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 filter that that he uses on his voice. It's different for Jagger, which is nice. I like the shakers. It's a nice little touch to to like the psychedelic record and something. It's it's like a little percussion percussive instrument that they don't use often. So that was kind of nice. Um, and just that, that kind of just kind of subtle lead guitar that's kind of played throughout it, which is, was nice. And the organ, the organ, I love, I love the organ. The organ is, you can't be beat. 
It's like it's just it's kind of perfectly placed in the mix of the song, and it just it stands out just enough to to really catch my attention. I I dug that one, and it this is this song also is like a I like this is the only time on the record where the lyrics kind of like are interesting, you know, because they're pretty basic. It's talking about like you know love and just you know being one with one another, very hippie kind of shit. And then this one is like about the future <laughs> and like, like kind of the the fear of the future and getting old, like the fear of getting old. And I don't know, it's the only like deep song lyrically I feel in the whole record. So like, a good one. so first of all, there's that theremin that plays in here. That yes. like where where whatever, yeah. it is. dude. Like it's so loud, it's so <laughs> unnecessary. It like it's why sick. did you do that? But that's like that kind of goes all along in, in line of why I think these guys just didn't fucking care about anything. And that was Brian Jones playing the theremin. So it's like, dude, that didn't even like fit with anything. And, and to think that was, I mean, I like it. I love it. I think it's great. But there's no fucking way that any respectable musician would have just like murdered that thing in there like that without, I don't know, without layering it or without leading up to it or outroing it. It's just, it's like boom, there it is. Well, that's kind of that's kind of the story in in Brian with Brian Jones in the later years in the band, and specifically this record too. Like he was kind of absent, and when he would show up, he would just show up randomly with like a weird instrument or whatever, and then just they would throw him in a booth and record a bunch of parts, but never use any of the parts. So then the little bit of what they could salvage, they would throw into a song, and that this is probably probably an example of that. Yes, like he was. Just, it was just him kind of going off by himself and having fun. But the band don't like fun, so they um, they criticized him and hate him. And I don't think he was. It was him wasting. having fun. I think he. I think it was just this really toxic environment. And Jagger and Richards, Richards didn't take it seriously at all, and so that pissed off. That pissed off everybody else. And Jones is like the only actual musician there who knows how to do <laughs> pretty much everything. Yeah, and so he's like, "Well, this fucking sucks." So I'm just gonna, I'll just play this stupid theremin, you know, to get back at him or something. And they're like, "Who? That sounds so good, man!" <laughs> and they probably put it in there, him. even yeah. though he's like, "Oh my god, you guys are fucking idiots!" And he, it was probably so much anger. And I, I think it's so funny. Like when I heard that theremin come in super hard, I, I like giggled, I laughed. I was like, dude, this, <laughs> this is so stupid. I love this. Okay, so I, I'll, I'm just gonna play a little bit of this one because. Why the hell not? So here is, uh, where is it? There you are. 2,000 light years from home from the Rolling Stones.
All right, there's uh, 2,000 Light Years <laughs> from Home by the Rolling Stones. Killer song, man. Easily the best <laughs> song on the whole record. It's cool. It's a cool song. It's so 60s. Like, it, it reminds me of watching, like, Star Trek or Lost in Space Dude, or something exactly like that. Dude, that's exactly what I put. Yeah. I wrote specifically Star Trek. I said, this reminds me of Star Trek. That I think it's just the theremin, like, reminds me so much of Star Trek. Yeah, it it, it really is. I mean, those so two good. shows. Yeah, for sure. For this, this, was, this, was, this was interesting because, like, lyrically, I also kind of thought that this was, uh, this is, this was almost like a turning point where Jagger may go on to write like deeper things because this, this was um, a song that he supposedly wrote like while in jail from getting mm-hmm. arrested in their drug bus in 67. And the song is about like traveling through space to find like a new place to live. Mm-hmm. But like you wonder if there's some type of like subconscious desire to not be such a shithead, right? Like getting yeah. away from like his own toxic band getting away from richards who he's known for so long he knows that he needs to leave but maybe there's uh, he feels trapped or something like that wanting to get away thing you know like while he's sitting in jail writing a song about like leaving a planet to go find a new place it's just i thought that was very interesting and like we almost got him like he he almost he he almost got there he was almost deep for a moment he was he almost got there like this this (laughs) had this had the beginnings to be deep like if this was written by someone else who's deep i mean we already talked but like regina specter if something happened early in her career and then she threw out this and we're like okay now like this makes sense right because she went on to write fantastic stuff lyrically that's cool this is where she started like this could have been jaggers like that's where he started that's very very true 11 albums in uh (laughs) (laughs) or nine no nine records whatever um yeah, so that that's a good one. I also like lyrically on this one. I, I feel like it could be taken like what you were saying, but it can also be taken like in in love, like him talking about like a love that's so new to him and something he's never experienced or felt about somebody, and it's kind of like an analogy of him describing that. Like I, I don't I don't think he's that deep, but if you're gonna really look into it, I feel like that's another interpretation of his lyrics on this particular song. So good. Know. That, that's my that's my little thing on it briefly so. <laughs> the the one really cool thing about this this whole album was this song the banger song the, banger of the, the song. one cool thing about this whole album was this one song this is the best part of the whole album I'll, I'll, okay i'm sorry i'll rephrase that the best part of this whole album is this song it is come on mm, that's not entirely accurate but what, what do you feel about how do you feel about gomper <laughs> gomper's cool i mean it's a sick song God, like what the fuck is a gomper? Right? I don't know. I didn't even try to look. At, let's look at it. Let's see what gomper means. If it even has a meaning, gomper. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No, just the the first thing that comes up is the Rolling Stones song. What does it mean? Gompers, United States labor leader. Wait, what? It was like a guy, Samuel Gompers. Yeah, who was part of the U.S. labor? He was a U.S. labor leader <laughs> from England. Who was the president of the American Federation of Labor in the from eighteen eighty six to nineteen twenty four? What the fuck? What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> wait. On Urban Dictionary, hold on. Urban Dictionary says there we go. A gomper. Okay, this. I'm going to say some offensive things, oh, but, but this is this is according to to 
fucking Urban Dictionary. It says, a gomper is a person who is by all means a true retard. They are recognizable by their Cro-Magnon-like sloped foreheads, their mongoloid hands, their glazed, (laughs) slightly askew, misshapen eyes, and their gigantic foreheads. You can audibly identify a gomper by their constant numb-tongue lisp. Also look for prima spit gushing out of their out of the corners of their mouth and incessant window licking. That's fucked. What what is numb tongue? I don't know. <laughs> I mean I kind of know, but so I don't know stupid. If it is. I mean if that's like that might have just been a slang at the time back in the sixties. Maybe it's wow. like an English I'm I'm sure yeah, our, our boy the, Skip will, will enlighten us <laughs> if this is like an English thing. The the second definition on there it says a person of low intelligence or retarded, um, it can apply to male or female, so that's kind of what it is. Gomper. Yeah, I do like the name. I do like how it looks. I mean, it looks like a cool word, gomper. Yeah, but I did, very not, exotic. did not think that it was. Uh, that's what it meant. But okay, I mean, there you go. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> this so. is a good song, though. This song, this song is a this song is a banger. This is uh, this is obviously inspired. Middle Eastern music. Charlie swaps out his skins for the ta- the tablas. Yes, yes. Those yes, are like yes. like uh, mini bongos, Indian percussion instrument. They look like mini bongos, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, the instrument, the serad, serad. What is that? That's one? the serad, serad, serad. How do you spell it? S a s a r o d. Hit enter. There you go. Oh, okay. I see. They're they're kind of like yeah. a like a a very mild version of a sitar yeah i guess you could say it's i mean it, it looks like a sitar but yeah, yeah they, you can hear it here and this is this this is another like jam session again here here's a song with with like no direction it just mm-hmm. like it crescendos for the sake of doing so kind of tooting their own horn here or they're just kind of really strung out and think this is hilarious like i don't know which one but you're right yeah this uh this this doesn't really go anywhere but it's but it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's it's mostly instrumental which is nice so less Mick Jagger thankfully. Um and what I kind of thought of and what I was reading too it, it reminds me of uh the Beatles song Within You Without You which is primarily sitar but this is like the guitar version of that. It has the, the kind of like the same um I guess progression, the chord progression maybe if you want to call it that. Um, as that is within within you without you, but with on guitar instead, and also like with, with the serad on top of it. So, or maybe it's just the serad that's making that sound, not a sitar. I don't know, or not or a guitar. I don't. I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. I don't know if I saw like a sitar on here, like on the on the on the I don't know, list of instruments played. Like there were a lot. So maybe of, that's what it is. There are a it, lot of things I've never heard of. Maybe uh, kind of like what, because from looking at what a Serrat is, it looks like it's like a high, almost like a hybrid guitar sitar, you know, so there's less strings. It's not as long, but it's played like a t- guitar, not upright like a sitar. It's played like on your lap horizontally. So maybe that's the sound that we're hearing in Gomper where it sounds like both, but not really either or. I don't know. That makes yeah, sense. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. And there are some, some, weird guitar tones on it as well that are on the verge of sounding too sloppy but then it uh i don't know it gives it character and then of course the organ 
I always dig that. The organ's always good. So there, another instrument that I've always heard of, but I had no idea what it is, is a Jew's harp. What? What's that? I've never even heard of it. So, so a Jew's harp. I've only heard of it because I've always just like assumed it was something derogatory, and I don't know because it sounds like it is. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> what it is is like, it looks like a spoon, like a like a spoon, like the shape of a spoon, but it's flat. So mm-hmm. it's not concave right there, but the middle's cut out of like the spoon where you scoop cereal from. And okay. there's like a rod that goes from that part all the way out to where like, the handle would be. And you hold it in your mouth and you like flick the metal rod and then That's you just so make like weird. ew sounds and it goes like <laughs> and it makes this really fucking cool sound. <laughs> It's so weird. I'm looking but at pictures of it right now. Yeah, it's so cool. Like if you just YouTube like a video of how to play the Jews harp, it's so fucking rad. It is so awesome, and I want one so bad. They're probably like ten bucks. You could probably get them for so cheap. Let's see if Amazon sells them. Hold on, let me see. Dude, I would just like that's something you could just put in your car, and then as you're sitting at like a light, just flick it out, and <laughs> it reminds me of like a didgeridoo or something because it's yeah. just it's so like low and. Like a you can get them for like twenty bucks on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, they're like twenty bucks on Amazon. Fifteen to twenty bucks. Dude, they are awesome. And watching people play, it looks so goofy because you stick it in your mouth. Yeah, like they, that's the side of your it's mouth. It's kind of gross if you think about it, but <laughs> it's like probably the grossest instrument I've ever seen. It yeah. is not. It is not appealing to the eyes. <laughs> that's but yeah, but cool. that was cool. Like the Jews harp, I thought that was super rad because I've never. Never looked into it, and I was I like fell in love with it. I thought it was awesome. That is rad. That is rad. Should I play a bit of this song? Or I mean, it's mostly instrumental, but and it's kind of a longer one. But what do you think? That's all right. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Uh, another song we haven't talked about, but it's my three B. Is oh we we did talk about it. sing this all together to see what happens. Um, what else do we got here? Two thousand man was another good one. Have we? Oh yeah, no, we didn't talk about this one. The first half is like very. The first half of the song is very acoustic driven. Then the second half is more electric guitars, with some nice little leads, cool bass line. But yeah, that's 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 a cool that's a cool change, and yeah. that's that's a, that's when I wasn't I wasn't prepared for, and I didn't realize it was the same song until the next song started. And I was like, oh, that that was the same fucking song. Weird. So I thought that was cool, and I think it's a great song. I, I love how the vocal melody plays with the guitar. Mm-hmm. But I think the guitar part is like a, a, a the dulcimer, maybe, maybe yeah, or something else because it's I don't know. It's, There's it a lot of like weird guitar, things but, on this. Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's it's probably always just safe to assume that <laughs> half of these instruments are probably not what we think they are. Yeah, and a lot of these sounds could be imitated on a guitar with the right effects. So. Yeah, especially in modern times, like a juice harp. Such a weird fucking instrument. I've never heard of it, never seen it. That was <laughs> I've bizarre. only heard of it because I swear, like, I thought it was probably something derogatory. Like, a Jew's harp was, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I just, I just always assumed <laughs> no, it was derogatory. It. I get it. But I love it. Yeah. So, what about Citadel? You like Citadel? I do, I do like Citadel. Yeah, that was a nice one. I like that one. Uh, let's see. That was my, that was actually my 4B. Dude, this um, is amazing. Like, that the weird feedback. Awesome that weird feedback, like, sound coming through and that that riffage is dude it's so psychedelic and groovy that, yeah, man exactly. it has that like ethereal psychedelic sound and 
and feel that that's what it is like that through and through what it is but then it kind of has that like that another like subtle driving riff throughout it which is really cool and then like i said before the harpsichord really is the the cherry on top because harpsichord is so cool i love that it sound. is a very cool instrument and when you can it like is. incorporate it into rock music it is super rad because it's so it's so dainty and it has this like it kind of has this reputa- reputa- reputation reputation for being for like elites, you know, like you know, mm-hmm. pompous French elites playing for the king or whatever. But <laughs> when you get when you can incorporate into rock music, it's just it's great. It's it's incorporating something dainty into something that's supposed to be heavy and, and rebellious. But we know a harpsichord isn't dainty. It's like a smaller version of a piano. Yeah, it, right? but that, that's what that's what like Beethoven and like Bach played harpsichord. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's it's. it's I thought you were dainty. talking about something else. Yeah, it is. No, dainty. Yeah, for a piano, it's, uh, it's dainty. Yeah, it's classy. You know, it's it's not it's not for rockers. Rockers don't play the harpsichord. <laughs> they should never play piano in general. But well, I mean that that still happens, unfortunately. Yeah, but it should sometimes. Well, no, it shouldn't. But okay. Um, we what play about a, a glockenspiel? Do you know what a glockenspiel is? Yeah, glockenspiel is cool. I would Glocken, love to have a glockenspiel. Glockenspiel, it's just, it, what it, What I think a glockenspiel is, is, you know those like, those play school kid xylophones? <laughs> That's exactly what they are. That's what a glockenspiel is. <laughs> yeah, but sounds way cooler. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. I would I would get one <laughs> and then paint all of them different colors just to... I would just buy a play school thing. Actually, I I never I never looked to see what the difference between the two between a xylophone and a glockenspiel is, and the only difference is what the material is made of, like what you're hitting. So, like a glockenspiel, it are you hit pieces of metal, but a xylophone, you're hitting pieces of wood. So, oh. yeah, I I didn't know that was a. Di- I thought it was something. I thought the difference would have been more. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. It would have been wait. But. Glockenspiel is metal. Xylophone's wood. Yes. Yeah. It says the main difference between a xylophone and the glockenspiel or a metallophone is the material used for the bars. The xylophone uses wood, whereas the glockenspiel on the metallophone uses metal. I I would have thought for sure the xylophone is metal. I would have thought so too. Yeah. But whatever. Look at that. Dude, I I love these instruments. They're so good. What about the claves? Do you see the claves? Claves. I I know what claves are, but. They're sticks. Yeah, they're they're, yeah, sticks. they're sticks. Yeah, Wait, there's something they're called sticks. a claves accord. Hold on, claves. Oh, a sticks accord. Wait, where did I? Hold on, clavichord. What's a clavichord? Clavichord. Clavichord is like a piano. It looks like a small rectangular keyboard instrument producing a soft sound by means of metal blades attached to. Yeah, it's like a piano. Yeah, it's like a small fucking piano. Like even smaller than a harpsichord. That's a clavichord. I don't know. There you go. Claves, 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 claves. I'd, I'd say claves. sticks. Call them sticks, baby. Sticks. S T Y X. Sticks. Yeah, it says a percussion instrument consi- consisting of a pair of short wooden sticks. But they are claves. Consisting of a pair, like that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Oh, what a dumb thing! So many things were used on this damn record. Yeah. It's good though. It's good. Good times. One. One like side note, I would like to. I thought was like really. I mean, I decided it was really tragic. And like Brian Jones, one of the mm-hmm. things that kind of like interested me in the Stones' lore and their history was Brian Jones. And 
how he was treated, how he died, his his later life, and yeah, he was he was only twenty seven, and he was kind of like the first of the the twenty seven club, and like it's sad, it is so sad, and his his girlfriend at the time, fucking forgot her name, I don't remember her name either. His girlfriend at the time, they were like fighting, and I don't, it got physical somehow, and so Richards, like. Brian Jones went to the the hospital for treatment, and then Richards ended up going on a vacation with his girlfriend. Um, oh, that's right, to like Morocco or Spain or something. Yeah, obviously, like that's who. What do you think is going to happen there? So yeah. they fall in love, and they get together, and kind of like, I mean, not not that you should have to stay with Brian Jones if you don't want to be with him. You know that you can do whatever you want. That's fine. It's just. It's just so tragic that all this stuff kind of unfolded. And the way the way I've seen Jagger and Richards talk about Brian Jones and like his addiction and everything is just it's gross. It They're is so gross dismissive and it's, of him. It's 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 like uh, it's inhuman. Yeah. They they just don't fucking care at all. They think that his addiction, like, yeah, he should have, you know, he shouldn't have done so much, or he wouldn't have died. It's like, fuck, man, no shit, like, really. This is supposed to be your friend, dude. And yeah, not that like Richard stole his girlfriend or whatever, but the fact that she did leave Brian Jones and then eventually was with Richards, and then Brian Jones fell deeper and deeper into into addiction and eventually drowned in his own pool or was mm-hmm. murdered, depending depending on who you believe. It's uh, it's just, dude. I, I feel bad for this kid. Like that is so sad. Yeah, it really is. He he really got the shit end of the stick. He was uh, I mean, he was the guy who started the band. He was the one who, he did a lot for he the band. Named the band. He named the band. He he did like he was like essentially their manager for years, and then Mick Jagger and Keith Richards just kind of like took it all from him. You know, they 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 hired new managers. They they took him out of the writing process. They just, I don't know, man, they just treated him like shit. And then they, and then they criticized the guy for like being like rebellious or being kind of a dick. Like there, there was a, the cover art for one of their, one of the last, or it was the last record that Brian Jones did. I don't remember which one it was, but on the cover, it's all the band members there. But, but Brian Jones is like kind of hiding behind his collar and like has a stupid look on his face, but everyone else is being serious. And Keith Richards was just like talking shit on him, like how he didn't give a shit about the band anymore. And this is the bullshit that he did because he just didn't care. So he was he was being an idiot in the picture. And it's just like, dude, your friend died or your supposed friend died. And you're just like, you're still talking shit on him 30 years later. Like, fuck you. I just, I, I think that, I just, uh, dude, I don't even know, man. I, I just think that they're like bad people, Richards and, and Jagger. Oh, I totally agree. But I don't even know that they know how to be good people. So, because, dude, they, they've been rock stars so, for so long, and they started so young. Like, they missed, they're emotionally underdeveloped. Yeah. They've missed, they missed so much growing that yeah. they are, they're no longer people. They're just, they're, they've been reduced to strictly just musicians. And for some reason, the biggest douchebags have survived the longest. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Which is just, I just don't fucking understand how they're still alive. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Especially Richards. Wild. Richards looks like shit. 
he's looked like shit since the like the mid 80s <laughs> <laughs> you know like, like he still looked decent like in the early 80s i I've, I've saw like promos and and live shots of him he looks pretty normal still but like once the mid to late 80s hit like it was just like the heroin really <laughs> and probably meth really took its toll on him like he's yeah he looks awful and that that's that same girl that um that he left she was like a left. german model right yeah I forgot her name anita though. anita pallenberg he's looked her up anita pallenberg yeah she eventually had three kids uh, three kids with, I think, all Richards. Yeah, all three of them Richards. There were supposed to be four, but I, I guess supposedly, I guess he, like, he pressured into having an abortion early on. Whatever, that's that's their business. But their one of their kids like died within like two months from like SIDS, and oh, man, and then which is like right, like everybody's fuck, every parent's worst nightmare. Like, why did my baby die? I don't know, just fucking yeah. died. Holy shit! And then like Richards. Mom blamed the, the the Anita for the baby's death, saying she was like an unfit mother, and then kind of like took one of the children away from her to raise it. And then Richard, like obviously he's a rock star. He's he's not. He was he's never a part of a kids of his kids' life, and he just he was never there. And yeah, dude, like I just he's such a bad guy. He's mm-hmm. such a dick, dude. He's going straight to hell. <laughs> Fucking straight to hell. And I was reading more about Brian Jones too. Like he had, like he just kind of didn't give a fuck. And dude, he had like four kids by the time he died at twenty seven. Yeah. Like that's pretty crazy. Like he would just like sleep with a girl for like a couple weeks, and then and that was it. And then like she'd have a kid, and then he would be on his way. Like it's nuts. Like thinking about that nowadays, I don't know. Yeah, man. he was he was definitely no like saint either. And no, I not at all. I just I, I just feel bad because the way addiction was probably treated back then was I mean it probably wasn't treated back then. It was just get over it or die. You yeah, know? Or go to jail and Yeah. Die, you know? cl- clean like, up by just sitting in jail and like nobody probably cared and if, if you if you want if you seeked help you were probably looked at as weak or you, you couldn't do it yourself and so you're therefore you're 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 less of a man and it's uh it's very, very sad stuff. Yeah, but also mental treatment at the time was fucking scary, like lobotomies and shit. Like nobody hey, like would, you, nobody would like like nowadays people will willingly go to a psych institution or a mental institution, or they'll they'll admit themselves to a ho- mental hospital. But back in the sixties, nobody or in seventies, nobody would do that shit because of the you may never get out. Happen. Yeah, you may never get out, and then you'd be fucking lobotomized, and that'd be that'd be it for you. You're done. Ugh scary shit and that was only that was less than 50 years ago that lobotomies were still out i know it's That's... terrifying <laughs> it's terrifying Oy. Oh, man and then Science, and then man. and then ian stewart ian stewart's another guy that I, I felt kind of bad for so he was uh he's like their their piano player keyboardist and but he also like founded the stones he was an original member yeah but when they got their manager the andrew old man old ham he was like, you know what? You don't look like a rock star, so you need to leave the band. And no, he said you need to leave the band, or you need to step down and be like the 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 road manager, or like the I don't know, the gear hauler, yeah. which is super fucked up, super dumb. But of course, Richards and Jagger were like, oh, okay, man. Like, what do you want to do? And <laughs> but Ian Stewart was like, okay, that's cool. I'll just 
I'll like lug the gear around. So he's kind of like the unsung hero of the Stones because he but still he contributed like on, a lot to writing. He played like on every record. Yeah, but he, he wasn't died, a member. Right? He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't a member though. No, he, he was. Yes, he was he a did, session and touring member. He did like contribute a lot. But what right? he did most was haul gear. He <laughs> unloaded crazy. the gear and loaded the gear after the shows. He worked the hardest and probably got paid fractions of what the guys got paid. True. Also, let's uh, let, let's talk. I, I do want to bring this up briefly about like how much they're actually worth now and why they're worth so much money. <laughs> so I, I texted you earlier this week saying like this guy's fucking name is insane. So back in the mid '80s, they they met a, a banker uh, who eventually, throughout their entire career up until this guy died in 2014, he handled all their finances, did their tours. He was the one that made them million like multi-millionaires his name is let me let me start this his name is rupert lewis ferdinand frederick constantine lafredo leopold herbert maximilian hubert john henry zoo lowenstein wertheim freudenberg count of lowenstein sheriff Fenwick. that's his name <laughs> he is a spanish he was a spanish-born bavarian <laughs> aristocrat and the longtime financial manager of the rolling stones so yeah, he's the uh, he's the one who made them multi made them multimillionaires in the eighties, and I just thought that was really interesting. Like, why why all of a sudden did did this, did this random prince or whoever he was, yeah, Prince Rupert Lowenstein is his name for short. <laughs> why all of a sudden he got with he got behind the Rolling Stones and fronted them money and made them millionaires like this? Like, I, does it seem weird to you? No, because I think that he's a businessman and he's, he, is, he sees like, he sees the stones and he says, holy shit, like I can market these guys as this forever and they can keep doing the same thing over and over and I can keep making money off of them because they're going to consistently put out kind of the same music and they're never going to get old, clearly, and <laughs> I can make a fuck ton of music so long as they stay alive and yeah, stay alive they did. It's true and he was also the one who who told them like you guys need to to be tax evaders for essentially the rest of your lives because you know England the country or the government of England is pretty much taking 80% of your profits and that's fucked up which is true so that he pretty much told them to go have permanent residence like in fucking the, the south the of islands, France the south of France and also like the Cayman Islands and shit where you can't be taxed. It, like he he knew, he knew all these loopholes, and that's what he did. So, the Rolling Stones have paid like virtually like what was like I think it was like one and a half percent of what they've they've earned over the last like thirty five forty years or something like that. It's some crazy amount where it's just it's <laughs> insane to think about how much they haven't paid in taxes. Which I don't. Which you know, we all have our opinions on on taxation, but. But there's no yeah, it's, there, it's there's nuts. there's there's no better rock and roll than to fuck the government, right? True, and this is the best way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not Fucking paying like taxes where it really counts. Yeah, not paying taxes is the best way to protest your government, and Abs- absolutely, that's what that's they what did. They, that's that, what they did. That's what the government hates the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this guy too, absolutely. like like Mr. Lowenstein, he uh, he didn't even like the Rolling Stones. He didn't listen to their music. Didn't really like rock and roll. He preferred like classical music. Yeah, and so he, it's just—he's <laughs> a businessman. Like he, he saw an opportunity to make money off of a bunch of kids, and probably mm-hmm. get a return on his investment within like a year, 
and he probably made a lot of money. Probably. It says, too, that he never listen to one Rolling Stones. <laughs> That's what it said cuz he said I think what was I think the reason was like he didn't want to he didn't want to get his finance his finances involved with like personal life. It was something weird like that. So he refused to ever listen to any any Rolling Stone songs. He never did. Nice. What a douche. What a fucking <laughs> douche, man. That's like like clear-cut rich snob. Like that's <laughs> I know, right? The perfect person. Only listening to classical music. Fuck this guy. Fuck this Prince Rupert Lowenstein. Go ahead, keep Dumb going. Name too. I'm not gonna go the whole name. I wonder if that's his. If he's, if he's like, if that's his Christian name, or if he adopted that somehow. I mean, the the long name, the like the twenty name thing, is probably his Christian name or whatever. Really, but he has so? to be Christian, yeah. Or he's probably Catholic, I would imagine. No, I mean, like Spanish, like, like Christian name. Like, was he born with that name, or did he change it just to be a dick? No, he's probably born with it. What the fuck and would he kid that? I mean, that's. I mean, a lot of people have stupid names like that. No, I, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> I was just talking with Tammy about Ren and Stimpy today, <laughs> and she she just was saying like how disgusting of a show that was, and she hated watching it as a kid because it made her really sick. Oh, all those, all those close-ups, all those close-ups, yeah, so good. <laughs> and then she didn't know until today that that uh, Stimpy was a cat. Yeah, she had no idea that he was a cat. Okay, weird. It's so weird. What did right? she think he was? She just thought it was like a. I, she didn't know. She just had no idea what it was. <laughs> but yeah, she, she, <laughs> when I told her it was a cat today, I was like, "You don't remember like the the cat litter or anything like that?" And she's like, "No, I don't remember." What is she, but did, also, she didn't watch a lot of it. So, does she know that Ren's a dog? I told I said yeah, Ren was a Chihuahua and and Stimpy was a cat. She's like, oh, I didn't know he was a cat. Huh. I'm like, okay, well, maybe she knew he was a Chihuahua, but okay. I don't know. Weird, 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 weird. Anyway, back to the Rolling Stones. Yeah, and not this Prince. So, should we wrap it up? What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, we can wrap it up. I don't really got nothing much else here. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, what are your final thoughts? And then um, I'll give my final thoughts. And then, I, or no, what are your final thoughts and rating? We have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect album, uh, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album but you should at least give it a shot, and zero is a trash fire. So what <laughs> do you got? Um, so I've, when I first heard this, I was like I said, I was I, I was blown away, but not initially just by how great it was, just by how different it was, how much it wasn't anything I expected. And so it took yeah. me a couple of listens to really kind of like get into it. And, and I want to say like, it took me a couple of listens to get deeper into it, but like, I realize it's not deep at all. Like there's nothing like it's, there's no complexity here. And I think that's, that's what I love about this. It's so stupid. It's like if you and me were to go in the studio and then try and <laughs> do like a, like a psychedelic thing, like we would come out with this, like, it's not very good. There's there's nothing really about it that's that's like epic or historic or genre defining or groundbreaking. It's just stupid. It's so dumb. But mm-hmm. I fucking love this thing, dude. I absolutely love this album. Like I said, I, it's gonna get a perfect three for me. I think it's a perfect album. I think it's great. I think I think this whole recording session during this time is sums up the Stones. Like that's who they are. They're they're douchebags. They don't care about anything. They don't care about anybody but themselves. And mm-hmm. they are so immature. And 
they should like stone or Richards. And when I say the stones, I mean Richards and Jagger. Yeah, they they should be hated by everybody because they're just <laughs> they're not good people, man. They are not no, good people. They're, they're not. But this not album's a banger, so. Take that okay. and run with it, baby. Take the money and run. Perfect three. Perfect, Perfect three. Perfect three. It's I will I love crazy. this so much. All right. All the right. cover too is great. The lenticular cover, that's the name of that. Oh yeah. Because I was trying to describe it like several weeks ago and I just said it just said <laughs> lenticular cover, but I didn't know the word until like three weeks ago. So Yeah, it's and, an interesting idea. But they were only able to like produce it in very, very small quantities, and that's why the actual picture is so small. Because it's too expensive. It was so expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And the, and the guy that took the picture is the same guy that took the picture, the cover for Sergeant Peppers. Ah, I know. It's so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Well, I, it's, it's good for that guy. <laughs> well, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That guy's like, really? You want, you want me to do it again? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. No originality. But, so stupid. Um, I love it. Yeah. So the Rolling Stones. Uh, like I said at the beginning and during the rankings, I think they're a very underwhelming band. They're vanilla. They're the Foo Fighters of this era. Um, I understand why people like them, but they're not that great. They have some great moments, and this album is one of those moments. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. I honestly don't. I honestly know it's not nearly as good as Sgt. Pepper's or Pet Sounds, which it was a blatant ripoff of. Mm, no, and um, it's not trying to be at all. It's not a ripoff. Oh. It is. It's not. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a bad rip off of of Sgt. Pepper's, but um, but yeah, no, it was it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's very different for them, and it was I was really surprised by it when it came when I threw it on, and it was cool. And listening to the stereo and the mono mix, which we didn't really touch upon, but it, you could you could hear you you could tell the difference because like you know in the stereo, Jagger's voice would be in the left or be in one ear, and then. Everything else would kind of be in the the other ear, but the mono had a nice like full sound to it. So that, that was it was an interesting little little uh, listen there. So I'm gonna have to give this one a uh, a two point two five, two point two five. I'll go back to it, There's and I'll go back to to Goat's Head Soup or Goat Head Soup. Those are the only two records I'd probably ever go back to in their entirety. Would you buy this one? I'd buy it if it was like five bucks. <laughs> Maybe I got 10. I got mine cheap. Maybe ten, and mine was like fifteen. I can't imagine this record ever being expensive. So I th- I think maybe if it was like ten bucks, I'd pick it up. I've never seen this record under twenty, and mine's only cheap because my lenticular cover's all warped. <laughs> then I guess I probably won't be getting this. You, no, I I've seen I see this record all the time for like thirty thirty five. Really? Yeah. That's insane to me. That's so insane. It is so not worth thirty five bucks. Eh, no oh. way. It's come on, dude. You know it's not worth thirty five bucks. You would not pay thirty five for almost anything. That is true. So there you go. That is true. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Okay, so uh we we all good? Do you have anything else to say? No, that was good. Yeah. I'm 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 sufficed. I am full. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, this is Asinine Radio. If you didn't know that already, thank you all for listening. If you didn't know already, if you're still listening, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And uh, once again, um, thank you. And that's it. That's all. Peace.
He's looking at hate the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I never said that. God, oh, uh, so annoying. I, I was yeah, shocked. I, I clearly probably listened to it with your ears closed, but. <laughs> That's fine. It's not good, dude. That's fine. 